Chinese TV. Inspiring people across the planet to be a little kinder and a little more gentle with each other. Delivering inspirational TV, one story at a time, from my lounge to yours. I'm your host, Tony Lontis. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Radio Tony Everyday Business. And today we have an amazing guest called Melly, Melody Bellevue. And I will introduce you to Melody just shortly. But just a reminder listening live on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube is my wonderful assistant, Teo, in the Philippines. And he's waiting to send you uh, information to respond to your comments and answer any of your questions while you're listening live to Melody and I on air. Now, Melody is a blogger, and here's a little bit about what she does. She is a content creator, a web publisher at thesocialcommentary.com, and her passion and purpose is writing thought-provoking articles that can create discussion and changes in our society. Melody created a blog to share with others food for the soul. She had an opportunity for a column in a magazine that wasn't a good fit, and the mentor she had at the time suggested that she needed to create her own website. The passion and drive were strong enough for her to get past her technological challenges, and the social commentary was born. Melody wants to have an impact on the world by helping people see that they matter and that they have purpose. And her favourite quote is, we are all in this together. I'm particularly delighted to have Melody on the show today because she is an avid fan and follower of Radio Tony and I've loved having her with me live uh, in the background of my shows for a, for a long time now. And I'd like to welcome Melody to the show today. Good evening, Melody. Good evening, Tony. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Well, this is the first time I've had the pleasure of interviewing a real live blogger. And it allows me to have a different conversation with the audience because not a lot of people understand what blogging is. So, but before we get into the subject of blogging, Melody, can you tell the audience a little bit more about you? Well, I'm a grandmother, a mother of four, grandmother of 10. Um, and oh, yeah, and I'm pretty active with them as well. So I'm involved in all of them. I live with my youngest daughter, um, for her family, four kids, two dogs, three cats. Um, and I love it. I love it. I love being part of the family. I love helping out, you know, with the kids. And I'll I love writing articles. It, yeah. And uh, my articles. Help. Yeah. My articles come a lot of it from things I see, things I've been through, things others have been through that I know of. And it doesn't matter whether it's home life, whether it's something else, anything can be turned into something people can learn from. 
Melody, I bet your daughter enjoys having you live with her. Does she um, know just what a blessing it is to have a grandparent readily available to those kids all the time? Oh, sure she, she does. does. She does. Yeah. And what about the kids, Melody? Do they like having grandma there? And and if mum or dad, mum's busy, they can um, just run to yeah, you both, and, 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 yeah? Both parents work, so I help out with the kids yeah. if they're on, on Zoom classes at home. I'm the one supervising. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the fun facts about me is I play kickball with them as well. We go out in the yard and we play kickball. We have two teams. We have a great time and we do that on a regular basis. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, I'm really glad that you're there to help with the Zoom classes because I can't imagine how difficult my kids have grown up and left home a while ago. So but I can't imagine how difficult it would be to have to manage all their classes from Zoom. Did you find it challenging, Melody? Oh, it's it's very challenging um, because you yeah. have kids. I on Wednesdays I have four kids, well three in the same room, and mm-hmm. they're all trying to do their class with their teacher. But at the same time, they're all talking to each other on and off. And it's like, no, you're not in the same class. You're not even in the same school. Don't talk to each other. Listen to your teacher. But I mean, they're in the cl- in the room together. So they see it that way. And yeah, it's it's a struggle for them. It's a struggle for the teachers. And it's a struggle for those who are supervising as well. Because in a classroom, yeah. a teacher can command their attention. But at home, she's on a Zoom. So, yeah, it's difficult for all of them. Melody, do their Zoom classes run all day or do they have breaks? Or how does it, how does it work for them? They have breaks. Um, some of them overlap, de- overlap each other um, kid-wise. Okay. So I'll have two yeah. on a Zoom, one on a break. And then one on a Zoom, two on a break, and it'll go that way until about 2.30. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so oh, it's... And are the kids able to keep up with their learning in that unusual way of teaching? Some of them are having difficulties in some parts of it. Yeah. Sometimes the internet goes down. Um yeah. And like I said, when they're all talking to their teacher at the same time in the same room, it, it can get aggravating for them. But they're doing pretty yeah. good with it. Um, they're going yeah. back to school within another month or so. So that okay. will be good. Right now, um, only be- one of them is full remote and the others are uh, hybrid. Okay. Big challenges for everyone um, with the the virus still running around rampant. Good yes. to hear that they're actually going back to school. Um, probably a bit of a relief for you and mum and dad. Is it Melody? Yeah, it. I mean, you get a little concerned about you know they'll all be together in in the schools, and yes. then you'll see just how 
you put them all together, is it going to make a difference in what cases there are? But yes, you know, you got to live. They wear their masks. So, yeah, it's just a different, different way of living, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I had one, um, my granddaughter. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. My granddaughter was on a Zoom and her teacher was, she had him on speaker. Well, it was a Zoom. And I was listening and he was talking about um, one of our president's wife um, in the past, Abigail Adams, I believe it was. And what he said was so awesome that I went and Googled her. So I was learning from her history class. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, so I posted about it on LinkedIn. I made a copy of it. And then I sent him a little note saying you even taught her grandmother. And and how much I appreciate him. You know, little things we can do to help them too. Yeah. I was wondering if it, um, if you'd learned a lot over that process of having to manage all the kids and all their Zoom classes, if it not only taught you about the, the technology, but you also learnt from that experience? Yes. The, uh, the others are younger. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that because they're in front of screens for such a substantial amount during the day that at the end of that school time, you have to get them outside and doing something physical? After school's over, they do their chores and then we head outside for the kickball game. Good, good. And that's where the kickball comes in. Yes. Melody, today I wanted to tell the audience about blogging because I'm not sure that everyone understands what um, blogging is. What's your understanding of what blogging is? It's being able to share out there. Anybody can make one and make it be about what their hopes and dreams are, what they'd like to share with the world. And I think that's an amazing thing. It is. It gives everyone that ability to have a platform that connects with anyone across the world, doesn't it, Melody? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And you don't when have to get into a paper. Yes. When <laughs> you I don't have to. Um... Go ahead. <laughs> We've got a time delay uh, on our program today, listeners, so just bear with it. Um, there's, uh, I'm not sure if you know, but there have been some uh, outages in terms of power from the place where we broadcast to in San Francisco. And uh, as regular listeners will know that here in Australia, we often have trouble with delayed internet. And, of course, I'm broadcasting from the Gold Coast in Queensland Australia, off to San Francisco in America. And Melody, you're in what town at the moment? Middlebury, Massachusetts. Yes. I was gonna say Middlebury, sorry. No, I want to know. Yes. I want to know what town you're from in Massachusetts. So Milbury. as you can understand, 
that's a lot for the internet to combine and get together all at once. Anyway, when I was preparing for this show and doing some research, I found a little bit about the history of blogging and I thought I'd just share that with you. And it's from HubSpot. And in, it says in 1994, um, a college student by the name of Justin Hall uh, is credited with the creation of the first blog and it was link.net. At the time, um, however, it wasn't considered a blog, just a personal homepage. It went on, and in 1997, Jean Bargain, blogger for the Robot Wisdom, coined the term web blog, W-E-B-L-O-G, which was meant to describe the process for logging the web as he surfed the internet. The term web blog was then shortened to blog in 1999 by programmer Peter Mertz. In the early stages, a blog was a personal web blog or journal or piece of information which someone could share about the information that they wanted to convey or the opinion that they had on a variety of topics. The information was posted in reverse chronological uh, posting so that the most recent post appeared first. Right. So Melody, you were drawn to starting a blog um, a number of years ago. Can you talk us a little bit further about that process that got you starting blogging and starting your website? Well, I had a mentor at the time who um, Mm -hmm. she had helped me get an opportunity to um, do a magazine um, column, which I was all excited Mm -hmm. about. It wasn't the right fit. So I had talked to her about it and she said, what you really need to do with what you write is have your own commentary um, website. And I knew nothing technology wise. So when she first said it, my thought was, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. And she had said, just go to WordPress. They'll help you with it. So I knew enough to know that she was a mentor for a reason. You learn from other people. So when she said that, I went home and did that. And WordPress was really, I mean, WordPress was really good about helping me with it. Their texts were amazing. And the social commentary was born. Fantastic. And did the WordPress actually help you start that very first website because I know that when I started in this business that I'm in now I actually um, had a bit of help from them too did you find them helpful very very yeah they start out with just giving you the directions but if you need tech help they have the live chat and they will actually walk you through it And that's what they did for me. And the night that I published it was like Christmas for me. So you felt really proud of what you'd um, created and what you'd just been able to serve up live for the very first time, Melody? Yes. Yes. Because I had all the columns. I had the articles in the different columns. And once it was published, you could look it up on Google and you could read on it and that was so exciting to me it was like having your own newspaper 
Yes, yes, yes. It's a bit like having your own newspaper and your own outlet for discussing any of the things that uh, you're passionate about or that you want to talk about or information that you think that other people might be helped by. Because as you said before, humans learn from other humans and if you the more ways that you're able to interact with other human beings the more knowledge gets gets passed between people um and i'm really glad that that's the way that you started your blog um you talk about having some challenges when you first started melody what were those challenges specifically for you for me, it was being able to know how to do the set up the um, customizer, um, being yes. able to set the columns, um, pick a picture for the front, um, start the about part of it. And to start with, I had two about pages. I was like, no, I only need one. <laughs> so, yeah, at first it was difficult knowing how to put one of the articles under the column. I knew nothing really about computers. So doing it was very challenging, but it was worth learning. It was, it was definitely worth learning. Because you then discovered something that you really love to do. You found a purpose in creating those blogs, didn't you? Yes, I did. Because my whole purpose is to help people feed their soul, which is what it says on my website and find ways to actually get people talking about things that can unite them because we're all in this together. We really are. We are all in this together. Um, What people might not know is that um, there's certain things that you should do when you start your own blog. What are some of those things that you did, Melody? Uh, Not sure what you mean. So did you, how did you come up with the name that you chose for your blog slash website, the social, um, the, how did you come up with that name? Actually, she had suggested that it be some kind of a social commentary column, I mean, website. And when I was looking under the names for that, I thought, why not the social commentary? And there were a couple of versions of it that were already taken. So I I bought the domain of the socialcommentary.com. Uh-huh. And how did you start promoting that you had this wonderful blog in the beginning? In the beginning, it was only on Facebook. Oh, okay. So for, for the listeners, that's quite an easy space to start with, isn't it? Yeah. By actually creating your blog and then telling Facebook all your followers and and people connected to you on Facebook, hey, I've got this new blog, this is it, it's called thesocialcommentary.com, you'll find all this sort of information on there and that's a great way to start a blog, isn't it? Yes, and that is how it went. I posted about it and people commented on some of the articles in it so I know they actually looked at it. 
and so they should because a lot of work goes into creating that content, doesn't it? it? You don't just like, it doesn't just happen. You have to actually think about a subject, sit down and, and write about that subject and then you have to upload it or put it onto the blog page and you have to do it in a certain way that um, Google notices and picks up that you've written a blog. Yes. And it's a work of each article is a work of art. And it yes. comes from the heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you, um, you're passionate about your blog, your grandkids and kickball. What other things make you get up of a morning, Melody? The first thing I do before I put my feet on the floor is thank God for a new day. Because every day yeah. is a gift. Every day is yeah. a gift. Um, and I try to ask him for help all day long when I'm going through something, when I'm nervous about something, um, I talk to him about it and I wasn't sure how I was going with my career on this. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And then, and I, I post a lot on LinkedIn and Yes. The offers, the offers started coming in. Will you, would you be willing to do a guest spot on my um, podcast? And then um, yes. Stephen DeSady invited me to be on his Inspiring Insights show. And that changed yes. my life. That totally yes. changed my life. Um, I was comfortable behind a pen. I was not comfortable in yes. front of a camera. And Going on the show was, okay, I'm going to follow my purpose more than my fear because I also have anxiety and PTSD. So going in front of the camera live is very nerve wracking, but it's important because if I can help one person, anytime I do it, one person to feel, you know what, maybe I can do this. Because we all have a purpose. We all have something. There's something special about all of us. And we just have to find it. And we just have to know that we have it inside us. And we need to be able to see and believe who we are in order to do it. And Stephen's um, inspiring insights and his DeSady Academy are helping me with that a lot. So fantastic. Um, Melody, can I ask and and please say if you're not comfortable, are you happy to talk about what your PTSD and anxiety stems from? Are you comfortable to discuss that live on air with me? I have actually a lot of different um I used to call them my pancake pile of traumas through my life. I've had yes. a bunch of them. Yes. Um, And because of it, I ended up not being able to do a lot of the things I used to do, Um, like driving down Main Street. I got to the point where I couldn't drive anymore. I was too scared. I was having a lot of flashbacks. I had gone through domestic abuse. I went through a child being hit by a motorcycle and almost dying. I went through some serious health issues. Um, I went through spousal suicide. 
So, wow. yeah, I, I, a lot of different pancake piles of stuff and, yeah. but you still got to live. So after yeah. realizing just how much it was affecting me, yeah, I started getting counseling and I started working on what can I do to change this? So, and it yeah. is work. It is work. And like I it said, being work. live on camera is nerve wracking. But if I can help somebody else say, you know what? I can, I'm going to try. I'm going to start. It takes one baby step, one baby yeah. step. Yeah. And LinkedIn is so full of people that are um, encouraging and supportive. Um, Agreed. Yeah. The it's Stevens. It's a very Stevens, nice platform. Yes. For encouragement. Stephen has a group called Soul Shifters. Um, it's hashtag Soul Shifters. And you can see some of the yeah. posts on LinkedIn. And it's like a family. Um, we yeah. do a, a cafe on Friday nights and we talk and he helps us with advice. Um, they're all behind me for this tonight. And oh. it's so encourage so much encouragement so much melody i'm not sure that um many people think about what it takes to get through ptsd and to live with anxiety um i i very much am like you i have a um i love that description of um a pancake a load of um, traumas because my life is a lot has been a lot like that too. There's been a lot to work through, a lot of self discovery, and the things that we do by appearing live on a live show are challenging. So, yes. um, and I suffer from anxiety as well. So I try very much to be, be with my guests in that anxiety 10 minutes before a live show because that's the bit that unravels me. Even though I've been doing it for a long time, I still get nervous. And, of course, it's live. You never know what's going to happen. The guys in San Francisco at the station can't predict that there's going to be a power outage and they're going to have to shift things around and do things in an unusual way. And so for me, that's really anxiety provoking. But I now know that that's going to trigger me. And there's things that I do that keep myself, keep myself calm. And of course, one of those things was texting Melody and saying, hey, this is what's going on pre-show. Um, it's okay. We're going to go live to air, but there might be a few hiccups at the beginning. And then when we got live on air, my uh, sound malfunctioned and we had to work a way around that. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that we're just normal, average, everyday people that have learnt how to deal with our individual anxiety and to work our way through our own trauma so that we can show up and inspire people and help people to understand that you can do and create anything that you want All you have to do is take the first step. And again, Melody um, 
when I get off my live shows, I'll then get a report from my um, beautiful VA in the Philippines that sets out who's been commenting and what they've been saying and, and who we need to can reconnect with. And I, I then know that certain people are regular on my live shows and Melody is one of those people and it's almost like knowing that someone's in the background virtually holding your hand while, yes. you'll, while you do live shows each week. So when um, I asked Melody if she would come on my show and she graciously said yes, I was so happy because she's one of my regulars and she's one of the ones that reduces my anxiety because I know that she is listening there somewhere some at some stage throughout the program so Melody thank you for that and thank you also for being vulnerable enough to talk about PTSD and anxiety on the show with me it's not an easy ask and I always try and approach those subjects with empathy and understanding because it is hard to talk about those parts of us that are viewed as a shadow part of us. Um, Melody, I want to now just quickly get on to some of your blogs. And one of the ones that I enjoyed reading was from Valentine's Day and it's called Struggles of Love's Expressions. Can you tell me what prompted the writing of that blog? Sure. Um, I knew a couple that was going through those struggles and I was trying to give advice and I thought, you know, looking back, reflecting on it, I've seen a lot of people go through that and I've gone through some of it and I was like, maybe I could write something with a perspective that would help. So I wrote it from the heart and um, I posted it and the, I told the person to take a look at it. And she was like, thank you so much. So, yeah, she felt really good about it. And the advice was there. And the advice in it was actually right on cue because they did work it out. And that was exactly what it was. There was baggage in the hand. So, yeah, it helped. Yeah. It helped one. That's the thing. That's, that's the thing, isn't it, Melody? That if you, it's almost like taking a chance on writing about a subject and not knowing what outcome will be, or even if it will resonate or reach people, and just yes. doing it anyway. Because my belief is, when we're prompted to do something, then we have the answer that other people are seeking. So if we don't do what we're prompted to do, that person won't get that information and they won't be helped. Do you think that your blogging is like that, Melody? Yes, yes. And I really hope that when I post one, it helps at least one. That's one of my new hashtags. Besides the Melody's Eyes, I have the I Will Help One. Absolutely. And you don't know in helping that one person what the ripple effect across the world might be. So by helping that one person through whatever they're struggling with or the piece of information that helps them get through something that's tough, you don't know what the outcome could be. 
And what if that outcome is bigger and more amazing than anything that you could dream of? What if that one piece of information helped someone go on and discover that they want to be president of the United States or they wanted to create um, a charity that helps uh, people escaping from domestic violence. You don't know what your content is going to do for the people who it connects to. And that's the beauty of what Melody does with her blog. I want to, um, one of the other poignant blogs that I read um, from your page was called The Shatter of Suicide. Are you comfortable telling the audience about that one, Melody? Yes. Um, actually, that one was a long time coming, but I yes. had been listening to a song um, by For King and Country, and it was called yes. um, God Only Knows. And it's, I was watching the official video and it's based on suicide and it's very powerful. And I was watching it in the evening and I started crying on reflection and I pulled out my notepad and I was like, I need to do this. I finally need to do this. Um, I had gone through being on the other side of it where I tried before I didn't succeed, yeah. luckily. Um, looking back now and seeing what I've seen of those that I know that did commit suicide, because I know a yeah. few, um, the people that were close to them, that they didn't even, they thought they'd be sad. And, and I know yes. how that feels. You think that, okay, I'm a burden to society. I shouldn't be here. The world's better off without me. They'll be sad for a little while and that's it. That's not it. Because when it comes it's to not. suicide, those it's a different scar. Those people yes. feel it like, why didn't I see it? Why didn't I yes. prevent it? And I saw a sister of one totally become a shell of who she was. And she was a very loving, wonderful person. And she took it so hard, she became a shell of who she was. And then I saw a brother of another one who did the same mm-hmm. thing. He was not who he was before that. And he was an, an amazing person. And that's what it can do to people that you leave yeah. behind. You don't stop your pain. You transfer it to yeah. others. And yeah. that's what that article yeah. was about. I cried writing it, yeah. but I was hoping yeah. that somebody somewhere that reads it, read it, might stop and think, okay, my sister might take it that way or yeah, my mother or, you know, somebody in the family or even a friend, even a friend can feel like I failed them. This is my fault. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. good enough to help them. And it changes. It it clouds their light. Their soul light dims because of it. And yeah. I just want to help at least one person decide not to do it. I'm yeah. so grateful yeah. that I wasn't able to when I tried. Yeah. Yeah. And tied in with the whole idea 
um, of suicide is that you just want the pain to stop. And for those people that contemplate suicide, usually all it takes is for someone to reach out and say, hey, it's okay, have you tried this? We're here, we're supporting you, you're loved, you would be missed. All of those elements that are attached to human connectivity, um, the person that is so low and considering ending their life just needs a little something. They're at the end of their path. They just feel like they can't go on. They're in an incredibly painful place. And sometimes all it takes is for the smallest amount of love, caring, shared understanding, empathy, sympathy, just something small is all it takes to stop them from depriving the world of their presence. And if you believe, as Melody and I do, that everyone is beautifully unique and the world would be deprived if you weren't on this earth um, and that there are things that only you can do and if you are not here to do them, the world misses out, people miss out. And that whole idea that everyone is unique, everyone has a special purpose, and it doesn't have to be a huge, big, massive purpose. Right. It can just be a simple game of kickball with the grandkids. Can't it, Melody? Yes. <laughs> Living a legacy Absolutely. life. Because as we grandmas know, our grandchildren have special moments that they share with only us. And those memories stay in and through all of adulthood. I have special moments that I remember with my own grandparents and they're precious beyond measure. And so all of those those grandmas and grandparents out there who think that perhaps what you do is, is not important, Melody and I would just like to remind you that what you do is important. You are having a direct impact on the next generation of humanity and that's irreplaceable, isn't it, yes. Melody? Yes. And if you can point out something, a spark you see in one of those grandkids, even if it's just writing them a letter or calling them and saying, yeah. you know how you do that? I love how you do it. I love the spirit you have in it when you do it. You know, those things can really help them. It can really make them want to pursue their own happiness. And that's what it's yeah. all about. Yeah. And everyone deserves to be happy and valued on this planet, no matter where they are, no matter who they are, no matter what they do. Everyone deserves that fundamental right of um, humanity and that's to feel love, value and happiness. Um, one of the other parts of the blog that I want to get to before we run out of time is the wellness corner, Melody. What do you find in there? I actually am very, I believe that the things that we need for our bodies come from this earth. I believe that the natural yeah. alternatives. Um, there's one about basil in there. There's yes. one about cinnamon in there. Um, yes. 
uh, reflexology because just um, just doing that can change the way your body handles stress. Just sitting there, Correct. rubbing a spot on your hand, which I have been doing. <laughs> so I walk yeah. and talk. Um, yes. But Those elements of um, reflex, reflexology are particularly powerful for those of us that have had any sort of trauma in our life because the reflexology points, um, for instance, there's little movements that you can do on your hands and your wrists that will reduce your anxiety and bring a sense of calm. And um, I know that some of those little tips and tricks are actually fairly well known throughout traditional medical and nursing circles as things that really work in an instant when you've got a very anxious person or a very anxious situation or you're facing something that's really anxious. Um, The Wellness Corner on Melody's blog is filled with all sorts of wonderful uh, information about things that you may not think of that are very helpful. Um, Melody... I know in researching um, blogs that a lot of bloggers talk about making money. Um, I thought we'd just quickly tap on that thought that there are bloggers who make it a job uh, that earns income for them. And some of the ways that they do this is through um, having ads um, and through marketing or selling other people's products. Have you delved into that? area of blogging very much melody no actually i haven't and i would actually like to tell you a story about when i was filling out um, your invitation i was filling it out and when i got to the part that said what's your url for what you sell or what you offer like coaching or whatever and i actually had an anxiety attack over it thinking I'm not selling anything. Yeah, because I was thinking, I shouldn't be on her show. I'm not selling anything. I don't have a coaching career. There's not even a donation button on my website. So I was thinking that way. And I had actually a meeting or a a B2B opportunity, a, a meeting to do that. And yes, I had gotten when I stopped filling that out and I got all anxious, I um, taped it. I taped an anxiety attack for two minutes, telling myself, look, you know, you're not going to stay feeling this way. You know, you're going to keep moving on. This is not going to last. So don't go down that rabbit hole. So I taped myself saying that when I got off the tape, I listened to my favorite song which is from Lauren Daigle. It's called You Say, and yeah. it's a wonderful song. And I started to feel better. And, you know, it came in waves. And then I realized, oh, no, it's time for my appointment. So I wiped my eyes. I put back my makeup back on. I got on the call. It wasn't visual, though. I didn't realize that at the time. So that was good. <laughs> But um, they told me about what they were looking for and what their project is. And I was blown away by it. I was like, yeah, that's amazing. 
And they said, can we contract you to write for us? And I was like, I would be honored. And they're like, so done deal. You accept the offer? And I was like, yes, I do. I got off the call and I looked up and I went, okay, God, was that you telling me, calm down, girl, I got you, you know? (laughs) So it made me feel better. And I realized, yes, I don't make money on my website. But my website alone, that's not what it's for. And and yeah. my LinkedIn present, my LinkedIn presence is giving me opportunities like this one yeah. right here tonight yeah. that I would never have even thought of doing. Um, I've yeah. been on another podcast. I've got another one coming up. I've got a Facebook live tomorrow night. So it's like yeah. these opportunities are coming to me. And yeah. It's amazing. And it's not because I'm selling something. It's just because I'm offering help to people. That's correct. And that's exactly why I have you on the show because I haven't talked to a blogger before. And no, you don't have to make make money from blogging, but you can if you want to. Yes. However, it's about your individual passion and drive. And your passion and drive is to help people and your writing helps people and so that's the value that you give and absolutely of course I'd want to talk to you on Radio Tony because that's the value you bring to humanity your ability to write from a real place of authenticity and vulnerability and to put yourself out there and keep putting yourself out there even though you had an anxiety attack filling out my electronic form And so for the listeners listening, don't forget to jump on to Melody's site. It's called thesocial-commentary.com. And, of course, you'll also be able to find the information about how to connect with Melody. Um, I've also got some links to the blogs that I found the most helpful. That's all on radiotony.com, looking under my guest tab on the website. But if you're listening to Melody today and she's encouraged you to do something that you didn't think that you could do or to be a better version of yourself, I encourage you to link with Melody via her uh, blog or connect with her on social media. So, Melody, you're on Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook. And, again, the links for connecting with Melody will be on Facebook. my website, radiotony.com, under co-host. And if you're listening live, Payo will be putting those links up in the live chat box. And again, the Melody can tell you that this is exactly what happens because she's often in the background of my shows listening and she knows that Payo responds and comments and sends yes. information as we go live to air. Um, and again, it's from the same perspective that I do what I do. It's about helping people. If there's one yes. person listening who's felt insecure, unsafe, not really knowing what to do, then this is the show that might help you get through that struggle that you're having at the moment. And let's face it, Melody, we all have struggles, don't we? Yes, we do. Many of you, them. We're not going to, yeah. We're not going to get through a human experience without some struggle and hardship along the way, no matter who who you are. Even the most rich, powerful people in the world 
have struggles. Yeah. They're no different from you and me, no different from you and Melody. We all have those struggles. It's just about getting the right information that gets you through that horrible hard point in your life because it will pass. They always pass, don't they, Melody? Yes. And then you can take what you learned from it and help other people with it. Absolutely, which is exactly what Melody's doing. Taking what she's learned, what she's worked through, writing it down in a blog and just helping people. Melody, thank you so much for being on Radio Tony Everyday Business today. Um, I was delighted to have you on the show. I'm so sorry that my form caused you a bit of anxiety. I'm actually thinking now that I might need to reword some of those words on that form. So thank you very much. <laughs> I still finished it and you still accepted you did. me. So I still yes. got it. And you still appeared live on the show, which is really a wonderful thing for you to do. So the more of these that you do, the more available you become and people will come to you and say, and ask you questions and engage with your blog and you'll be able to successfully help more and more people. Melody, um, we were at the end of our show. Um, Thank you again so much for being on the show. I love having you um, and seeing that you're listening to the lives. Like I said, it's like someone holding my hand in the background. It's wonderful to speak to you live. Um, Give those grandkids, each and every one of them, a hug, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much, Melody. Big hugs to you. Thanks, Melody. And that, my wonderful listeners, is our show for tonight. We'll be back next week with a wonderful guest on Radio Tony Everyday Business. Bye for now, and thank you, Melody. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening to Tony TV. For more inspirational stories, join us next week. Bye for now.